um, so you know I, I figured that out and I remember I leaned over to my dad at the time and I uh, was just like hey dad I, I, I got a great idea and he, he looks at me he's like what are you what <laughs> and I'm just like I want to start selling socks Hello and welcome to another episode of the Epic Montana Podcast, the podcast where we explore entrepreneurship, passion, innovation, and creativity in and around the state of Montana. For today's episode, we went over state lines to the beautiful state of Washington to interview Rami Nasser, who is the founder and CEO of From the Ground Up Socks, which is a Seattle-based sock company. This interview was done on location, and you'll hear a little bit of whirring in the background, and that's just a fireplace. You'll also notice that I am sick during this interview, so there is some throat clearing and wheezing. Just a heads up to you all. Thanks for having me, Jake. I appreciate that. Uh, so I guess we'll, we can start out with talking about From the Ground Up, since that's your most current venture. What inspired you to start a sock company? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess... The whole thing around the sock company was, well, when I first came up with the idea, um, I was graduating college and I, I needed a way to, I needed to figure out a way to, to make some money. And, um, I didn't, I know, I knew that I didn't want to, you know, have to work a 40 hour a week job for a company, like doing something that I never wanted to do, having to, having to work on somebody else's clock and, you know, essentially having all of my, my free time taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I came up with the idea for from the ground up. It was kind of funny. It was uh, two years ago on this date. Um, <laughs> I was sitting in church. Uh, I have a, a biannual obligation. I was raised Catholic, um, Catholic mother, um, and I have a biannual obligation to go to church to kind of just uh, appease her. You know, it's like Easter and Christmas. Easter and Christmas. That's my. Those are my. Those are my obligations. Uh, but of course, you know, I go to a church that they speak Arabic in and I don't really understand what they're saying. So I take that out of time to really reflect on my life, um, and, 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 and brainstorm some things. And my mind was just kind of wandering in church. And, uh, that's kind of when the idea hit me. Um, you know, I, I wanted to originally, I wanted to make a pair of socks with Christopher Walken's face on them just because like, why the f- yeah, that'd be cool. You know, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Walking in my walk-ins was the wow. was the go-to phrase <laughs> for it. But um, so you know, I, I figured that out, and I remember I leaned over to my dad at the time, and I was just like, "Hey, Dad, I, I got a great idea." And he, he looks at me, he's like, "What are you? What?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "I want to start selling socks." I was like, "Wow!" He's like, what the hell are you thinking about? <laughs> You're an inspiration to me now, son. <laughs> So after church, I, I went to my laptop and uh, started doing some research into sock manufacturers and trying to just look it up to see if there are any other socks like this in the market. And I realized that there weren't any Christopher Walken socks. And so that's when I started to uh, do a little more research, kind of put together some like mock-up designs and sketches. Um, but that was in March of 20. 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, for the next like three months, I, I basically spent time doing some research, trying to like think, traveling across the country to find a good sock supplier. Um, I wanted to make sure that the socks that we were making were all made in the USA. Uh, they were quality socks that would last you a really long time. Um, they were practical for any activity you wanted to do as far as athletics or, um, you know, like hiking or anything. Because I, you know, I'd been to many sock stores. There's a lot of sock stores in Seattle, 
And the problem with the the socks, there's other cool, but um, like you know, you'll, there's the, the material is so cheaply made that your toe kind of pops through it after after a couple of uses, a couple of washes. So I wanted to make sure that I was building socks that were going to last. Um, and after I did a little more due diligence, I found out that um, in order to use Christopher Watkins' face, I had to get his permission um, explicitly. And seeing as I didn't really have a way or a means of getting to the walk-in, I decided, oh no, like let's tri- let's repivot and figure out what else I can do. So that's kind of where the idea for the political figures came out. Yeah. Um, so now on our socks, we have uh, we have political figures like. Uh, Winston Churchill, John F. Kennedy, Marilyn Monroe, and George W. Bush. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the reason we chose public figures is because um, we basically just, um, you know, it was to use their image was free. And so I was, you know, I'm all about free things. I started making uh, political figures on the socks here. What what drove you to pick the ones that you that you have so far? Uh, you know, I I had I had a branding class at UW, and I basically was just kind of flirting around the ideas with with some of those characters. And I mean, Winston Churchill always has been like a huge inspiration of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just loved the guy through Keep and through. Coming, carry on. Yeah, he's got so many so many quotable and likable aspects to him. He's just one of those guys who doesn't give a shit what people think. Um, and I think that's that's really where the ideas for these characters came out, was the idea behind our company, behind our sock, is that these are these are bold socks for confident and fun people. Um, people who are unafraid of um, letting their true, true inner confidence out. Um, you know, Winston Churchill never gave a shit when it came to making huge decisions. He was just truly himself. John F. Kennedy was just truly himself. You know, Marilyn Monroe was an advocate for, uh, you know, pushing pushing the envelope on women's rights and, um, you know, to being an individual thinker. Uh, George W. Bush, uh, as more, much as... More satirical. More satirical, a lot funnier of a guy, but at the same time was never afraid to be himself. So that's the idea behind our sock company, our entire brand, is that these are socks for people who aren't afraid to be themselves. Mm-hmm. So you talked briefly about kind of your first, one of the biggest parts of starting a business I found from guests on the show and working in business is pivots. Mm-hmm. So you pivoted from Christopher Walken to political figures, and now, as I understand it, you're making another pivot from the company. So what pivot are you making next? Absolutely, yeah. Well, we're moving we're moving mountain now towards uh, to hiking socks. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we're pivoting that way is, you know, I'm a, I'm a local Seattle-based company. Um, I noticed that a lot of the characters on the socks didn't have anything to do with Washington State at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were selling they're selling it extremely well in different parts of the country. Um, we sell them on Amazon and on the website ftgusocks.com. Um, so they sell really well in Texas, and they sell really well in the Northeast, and they sell really well in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But from the data, I noticed that not a single pair of socks that were sold on Amazon were sold at, in Washington. Yeah, and that's kind of where I realized, like, it hit me. People don't really have a tie to any of those characters. And whereas, you know, they are confident characters and people who are unafraid to be themselves, there's still no Seattle tie to it. And that's kind of where I thought, okay, let's think now. What do people in Washington love to do? Uh, they love to hike. There's a huge hiking market here. 
you know, I, I think there's, I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. There's so many people who go on hikes every year. They post about it online. Um, and they all wear hiking socks and they all need functional and, and high quality hiking socks at a fair and reasonable price. So, you know, to top things off is like, there's already so many hiking socks out in the market. It's such a saturated market. And that's kind of when it hit me again. I was like, well, we could create hiking socks that have minimalist designs on them that have ties to Washington state. Yeah. And so I, I, that's kind of why I started to hit the books again. I was like, you know, why don't we put mountain ranges on these socks, local mountain ranges on these socks. Mm -hmm. We can do the North Cascades. We can do the Olympic mountains. We could do Mount Rainier national park. It's something that, you know, people see and they're like, whoa, this is cool. I've never seen something like this before. Yeah. Um, these are still really functional merino wool socks. These are the exact same quality of socks I would get if I was to get a, a brand like Darn Tough or something. And it's it's a reasonable and competitive price. It's something around twenty dollars for a pair of socks. So, you know, that's kind of that's the whole thing is is when you're when you're starting out in a business and it's still really young. It's so important to to be flexible, to be re- ready to pivot your company in whichever direction it needs to go to succeed. Um, you're obviously going to gain a lot of learnings on the way. So, you know, never get discouraged from a failure. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're, where we're taking the company now. We're moving more towards uh, hiking gear, hiking outdoors, okay. outdoors stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so what in, okay. So in the startup process, you gone through this, you gone through research. What was some of like the funding like for when you went in? Did you do, did you bootstrap? Did you do online marketing campaign to do like a Kickstarter? What were some of the things that you did there? And what are some of the things that maybe you'll do differently with this new pivot in the company? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I, I basically self-funded the very start of this company. Mm-hmm. I just saved up some money from working through college, you know, just had some savings set aside and realized that if I wanted to, you know, make this investment, um, it was going to have to pay out. Yeah. So I, I, I was completely self-funded, um, invested, I think about $5,000 into the company. It's not, not a huge chunk, but it was enough to, Hopefully, be able to uh, turn a profit on on it in the way that the profit margins were working. I would have made enough money to kind of self fund the company yeah, as we go. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we did there. The region, the Pacific Northwest region, has one of the biggest sock companies in the world in Stride Line. Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely a good market for that. They, as I understand, they're not into the hiking market yet. Mm-hmm. Um, when it gets down to the point where you're, you know, approaching stores about carrying your product, what are some of the things that you're going to say, well, this is something that my thing brings to the table and a company like this does not? Well, I think you said it right there is that Strideline is just not in the hiking game. Mm-hmm. Strideline appeals more towards athletes. Yeah. Basketball players, football players. They make socks for that specifically. That specific market. And yeah, they're, they're, Stradline's gotten to the point where they're a big enough company that I think that that's their market. That's who they're going to continue to work towards. Mm-hmm. And as far as them being uh, a direct competitor of mine, I, I don't think that they would be. Now, a more direct competitor of mine would be socks that are already operating in, in the hiking market. Darn Tough, um, REI, a couple other, there's a couple other brands out there that are doing it. 
but what really sets my brand apart from from theirs is uh, a few things. I'm first off a local Seattle-based guy. Uh-huh. Stores tend to give a little more leeway to guys who are operating locally out of Seattle. Here, um, we tie Washington pride to these socks in the mountain ranges that we provide. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, like we're we're interested in you know not just being a for-profit company. We want to also donate proceeds. To basically go back and help out, help out, you know, the outdoors. So, what we're doing is we're going to be doing ten uh, percent uh, of our sales every month are going to be donated to Washington Trail Associations nice. uh, to go back and and help like renovate the trails and make it accessible for everybody to go hiking every year. So, so they can use these socks. Yeah, so they can use these socks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just one of the, some of the few things that separate us. Not to mention the quality is it's. It's, you know, it's very high-quality socks. They're all made in the USA. Um, you know, they're thin material, so they're easy to wear in your hiking boots. Like, the light, light, keep your feet warm in the in the wintertime, but keep them cool in the summer, yeah. moisture-wicking. So. so when you have a kind of like a, a consumer good product like these socks, what are some of the strategies that you take for an independent thing where you're selling them yourself to places and stores and, you know, online retailer like Amazon will carry them? Absolutely. Well, when I first started out, I was, you know, selling through, you know, Facebook posts. I would make, put out some Facebook ads, target them towards a specific market that I was aiming for. Um, but on top of that, I was also going to um, farmers markets every Sunday and for eight hours a day, setting up my own table, talking to customers one on one, educating them about the socks, selling them there. Um, and where that was a, a successful venture, I was also totally exhausted after eight hours of selling. Yeah. Um, and somebody actually came up to me when I was selling and, and told me about Amazon mm-hmm. and how you can get your socks, how you can get your products basically carried on there yeah. through this thing called uh, Fulfillment by Amazon. It's FBA. Okay. Um, basically what it was is that you sign up with Amazon, um, they'll feature your products to 70 million of their prime users. Um, you send them all of your stock inventory, they carry it at their locations, um, they handle all of the marketing, they handle the shipping, the return, the customer service. Mm-hmm. So it's a really great way, especially if you have a small product, yeah. to, to move that inventory um, without actually having to kind of break your back eight hours a day doing some hard-nosed selling. So that's kind of how I got started on Amazon. We're also selling them on Etsy. It's a pretty straightforward process to sign yeah. up there. You just get on there and put your product online. And it's like 10 cents a listing. Exactly. So it's it's negligible in the grand scheme of things. But what's really important is that you're you're getting out there and marketing the product to the right audience. And, you know, they're seeing it. And it's, you're using consistent, uh, consistent uh, material for them to see. One big thing I'd like to ask all our guests, the startup process, business process, entrepreneurial life is a stressful one. Uh, there's going to be highs and lows. There's going to be parts where it's lonely. What are some of the mental health practices that you use and would recommend to people that are you know, looking for different ways to make their life easier? Stick in a routine. Okay. Absolutely, and that's you know it's it's so it's so easy to say to get into a routine, but yeah. it's it's difficult to stick to it uh, because especially when you when you work for yourself, you don't really have those other motivators to get you going through the day. Like, oh, I gotta wake up at eight thirty because if I don't, my boss is gonna kill me. Or, yeah. oh, I gotta get this submitted by the end of the day, otherwise my boss is gonna kill me. Or you know yeah. all these other other factors in play. So it's just about it's really about waking up. Uh, with the right mindset, life is about making little decisions every day. Um, 
make the right ones. You know, yeah. you don't want to get stuck into the into the rut of of like just waking up late and not making you know not the taking care of, of yourself, day. not eating breakfast. You want to go to the gym every day. Well, I, what I tend to do is my routine is I wake up in the morning, make my bed, eat breakfast, go to the gym. Um, dedicate about three or four hours a day to to working on my Amazon store, the Etsy store, um, coming up, brainstorming new strategies for our marketing campaigns. Um, but then on top of that, too, like just making sure you're going out every day and, and eating well and and just socializing with people and making sure that mentally you are you're still with it, you're still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because there can be days where you work 15, 16 hours straight mm-hmm. just grinding away and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to get stuck in those ruts too. And when you get stuck in that, you know, your mental health starts to go to shit. And that's kind of when you when you sit down and you kind of want to quit. You want to you want to reevaluate what you're doing in life. Um, you know, when you hit those moments, uh, you just you want to keep pushing through. Yeah. You got you you have to keep pushing through because if you if you don't, there's this little motivation in the back of your head of like if this not if this isn't going to get done today, it's not going to get done. Yeah. Nobody else is going to carry your slack. You got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of an art and a beauty to to entrepreneurship where it's like total accountability. Um, and just, you know, if, like I said, if you don't, if this doesn't get done today, it's not going to get done mm-hmm. and you're going to miss your window. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I do with little trips every day. It's just sticking a routine, yeah. you know, stay much with that Uh, so where can we find FTG in social media or online? Um, FTGU, you can find us at FTGUsocks.com. Um, or you can find us at our, at our uh, Instagram handle uh, at FTGU Socks and on Facebook at From the Ground Up Socks. Um, if you want Amazon, just type in From the Ground Up Socks. You'll be able to find us at the top of the page there. Same thing with Etsy. So, yeah, I mean, we're constantly selling on there. We have really cool designs. They have motivational quotes on the feet for people. Awesome socks for the gym. I use them all the time at the gym. You know, I've washed them like 30 or 40 times. They still look exactly the same. The quality in those socks is it's so good. Like, we, every design is stitched in. So it's, you know, you're never going to get fading to wear and tear. They're really comfortable socks, and they're also great for uh, keeping your feet warm and having nice padding around the toe and the heel there. So uh, that's where you can find us. Um, Shameless plug. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Epic Montana Podcast. If you liked this episode or any of our others, be sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast repository you use. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Epic MT Podcast. If you are interested in being a guest on the show or becoming a sponsor of the show, you can find us at either one of those handles as well. said many times that confidence is the key to success from the ground up is a sock company that allows you to wear that confidence with these cheeky whimsical socks that pay homage to some of society's boldest confident and powerful icons you can conquer the world in a pair of maryland's or be the boss with a pair of winston churchill's i have a few pairs myself and i can confidently say that they are the most comfortable and durable socks i've ever owned listeners of the epic montana podcast will receive a 15 percent discount with a coupon code epicmt at checkout you can purchase your pair on ftgusocks.com 
Music from today's podcast was provided by freesound.org and freemusicarchive.org. Thank you to the artists Ryan Little, S. Krasovsky, Stereo Surgeon, and Ben Stone for the show's music.